So Leslie is gallivanting around Alaska, but because we are pod scouts, we are prepared for this. We've got hours of ridiculous conversations saved up. In these 27 minutes, we talk about raccoons, murder, raccoon murder, guns to defend yourself against raccoon murderers. And creepy Hawaii hot tub dude. So what I wanted to talk about today, since you monopolized the whole last I wasn't even trying to. (laughs) I know you weren't. I'm joking with you. We had talked about on our first show about my fear of murdery things. Yes. I don't feel like you were making fun of me, but I don't think you realized the extent that weird things happened to me. When I got home that night, I went to take my dog out. And I hear this noise, like a rustling. Mm -hmm. And I definitely saw something like shoot out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, oh. So I turn around. I'm like, okay, we're not going that way. I start going the other way. The dog goes to the bathroom. I start walking her back down. And I see this raccoon. I mean, this raccoon was huge. So he or she was walking on the top of my fence, takes off. You know, and you hear that like scratch, you know, where they're like kind of running in place till they get their momentum going. At this point, did you know it was a raccoon or did you think it was some sort of monster? I was pretty sure it was a raccoon. Part of me was like, is this just a really fat cat? But Mm -hmm. I figured it was a raccoon. But my dog, who is lazy, never goes after any animals except for our cat. And I didn't have her on a leash. For some reason, lost her mind and decides she's going to go after the raccoon. This is like midnight. My neighbors have little kids. It's quiet. I live in a quiet area. And I'm going, Chewy, no! Because all I'm picturing is a tumble between her and the raccoon that was probably three sizes bigger than her and us going to the ER. Mm -hmm. I caught her in time. She didn't catch the raccoon. Number one, she can't climb the fence. And I think she is not as fast. But my neighbor texts me. Literally, are you okay? I heard you and Chewy outside, and she starts a conversation with me at midnight, which I was more than happy. Like, if anybody will talk to me at midnight, I'm super excited because I'm always up late. So you and I have had those conversations. Mm -hmm. Ever since then, I think our neighborhood is being taken over by a gang of raccoons. They're, like, terrorizing the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. I take the dog out, and there was, like, one the other night. They just stare at me. I blame the lazy trash people. Did I ever tell you about my raccoons? No. I probably didn't tell you about my raccoons when you were telling me about your raccoons because I wasn't trying to be that person that one-ups a story. Oh, one-up me because <laughs> maybe no. your raccoons have moved into my neighborhood. There's a raccoon gang. Yes. There is. This is the story of why I own a gun. Seriously? Yes. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> when people ask me, Tell me the story of why you own a gun. This is the story. I was living by myself in the house with one dog at the time. I hear all these noises on the roof. It sounds like someone is running on my roof. My dog will bark at everything, but when he's very scared, he cowers with his tail between his legs. And this was enough that he was frozen afraid. I grab the dog, I grab my cell phone, and I start running away from the sound. Did you run to your closet? No. At this point, I'm dialing 911. Run down to the basement, which... (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm imagining this 911 phone call. With my dog. I'm breathy. Hi. Where was your cat? 
I didn't have my cat at the time. Um, you see your priorities. My cat was not living with us at the time. Oh, you didn't even have your cat. Okay, yeah. I, I apologize okay. for that. Horrible statement. <laughs> it was only my- Questioning your loyalty. It, at this point, it was my dog and I only. My small dog is under one arm. I have 911 on the phone on the other arm. I'm very out of breath running down the stairs, whispering out of breath. I think there's someone in the house. I need you to come right away. I get down the stairs to the basement and then all of a sudden I hear- bang um up against the window of the basement room because you know how in the basement you have those thin little windows the window well so i and i'm like there's more than one person somebody is like trying to get in on one side and then on the other side someone's trying to break into the window and then i hear like bang 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 at the window and i don't know where to go i'm flipping out And they're like, it's okay, stay on the phone with us, someone's on the way. And I realize that the window person, the window's not broken. So I start creeping very slowly. The noises are softer. And I was like, the person that's trying to get in through the window, they must have hurt themselves because there's a window well. (laughs) Like, I think. They must have hurt themselves. I I peek. I wish we could get the audio from this call. Again, my dog is like in my arm under my and I peek into the room where the window is and I see a fat ass raccoon stuck in the window. Well, he fell in there and apparently the roof person was also a raccoon, a fat ass raccoon running on the roof. So that gang of raccoons tried to break in and murder me. (laughs) I was in the house minding my own business with my poor dog, and that's when, and then I apologized, obviously, to 911, and they're like, do you still, okay, it's a raccoon, do you still want that? And I'm like, no, please cancel them, I'm sorry. Um, What happened to the raccoon that got stuck? Was he okay? He got out eventually. That kind of makes me sad for the raccoon. I mean, they're just looking for food. Okay, yes, but... I'm surprised at your hostility towards raccoons. Well, the fact that they were so big, I've seen them since many times. I mean, if I had to guess, I would say they are in the 30 to 40 pound weight range. They look like German Shepherd puppies from a distance, (laughs) honestly. Like, when I realized that this was happening... I immediately bought a gun because I'm like, if I'm ever outside with my tiny 14 pound dog and they're threatened, I need to shoot them. Like, Oh, my gosh. To you, save so my dog. You didn't buy a gun because you were so terrorized thinking that people were trying to break no. into your house. And you got a gun to shoot raccoons. If they attack my dog. But I did later discovered that my neighbors just leave their trash like out, not covered like, not in the garage, like, not locked away, but, like, trash bags, like, sitting on the side of their house so that the raccoons come and open them and get snacks. So it's not their snacks. fault. No, like, it's not their they fault. They food. They're hungry. But they were so aggressive with me that night, and they continued to hang around. But they weren't aggressive with you. They were on your roof. And in my window while trying to get in the window. <laughs> So I don't maybe listen, maybe I have the same raccoons. They've never tried to break in, though. I will give them that. I have never shot any living thing in my life. I love animals. But this was the moment where I was like, if it comes down to my tiny dog or a raccoon that is attacking my dog, it is going to be my dog, like not the raccoon. So when my dog went after. Yes. That raccoon, I was very worried. But it would have been my fault because I didn't have her on a leash. 
she's really good. She knows we're just going to go out for a second, pee, come back in. I've never had a circumstance like this before. I don't but know. is it my fault when I open the door to our fenced backyard for my dogs to pee and then a raccoon attacks them? No, but I, I'm advising you for future use that you do not shoot the raccoon as they get in a tumble with your dog because of the chances of your dog moving and getting shot are... I understand. I mean, how good of a shot are you? I'm very good. <laughs> okay, if you're willing to risk your dog's life over it. I've learned a new thing about you today. You should see her face, too. She is not messing okay, around. Okay, so the raccoons, unless they were dangerous, are not going to run towards us. If they're just going to mind their own business and sit on the fence, fine. So I have found that the raccoons in my neighborhood are starers. They're like the creepy mm-hmm. person that just, you want to say, can you take a picture? It'll last longer. You know? <laughs> like, it's real weird. And that, so I've had like three encounters with them now. You know, like if that were a human, you would probably be like, well, I don't want them to think I'm creeped out by them staring at me. So I'm just going to keep going. This is different. Like, I don't think the raccoon is like judging me for not wanting to walk past him because I'm like prejudiced against raccoons. <laughs> like, this is what went through my head. Well, you've heard about the jogger that was killed by raccoons, right? No. So when I first... Did we just go murdery with raccoons? Well, when they're in a group, and I don't remember what a group of raccoons is called. Like, they have a name, like a crow is a murder. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I don't remember what a, a, a band of raccoons is called. You're looking it up I good. it is banned. So when I see. first moved to Seattle... I lived on the ground floor of an apartment complex that had a balcony and I'm like moving in. I'm so happy. What is it called? A group of raccoons is formerly known as a gaze or a nursery. However, (laughs) a nursery. However, I say you and I go with nursery. Okay. So a A nursery nursery of raccoons. Got it. Uh, (laughs) So. When I moved here, I'm just casually moving in. I have my balcony door open. My dog's exploring. I'm like, go out in the back, whatever. And I look up from like unpacking a box and I see a raccoon whose head is poking above the balcony. He's standing on his back legs looking in. And my little tiny dog is on the balcony, doesn't see this at all, just like, and I start slow walking as quickly as I can. I grab my dog and I slam the door shut and the raccoon just like looks startled and is still there. And I immediately, with my dog under my arm, apparently this is a theme for me, like walk (laughs) to the building office and I'm like, I am not living here. Find me another apartment to move into that's not on the first floor. And she's like, oh, it's going to be like two months. And I'm like, I'm not living here. I got back to my apartment and I just closed up the box I was unpacking and I'm not unpacking anything because I'm not staying in this. Like, And you moved out? I moved into another apartment in that complex. But that's the point where I looked up raccoons in Seattle because I am <laughs> I had moved from... Because o- apparently they're a thing here. Yeah. I moved from Omaha, Nebraska. Like, we don't have that problem as much with raccoons. <laughs> um, all of a sudden, a story pops up from like a week before where this woman was jogging on a trail with her dog. The nursery of raccoons felt threatened probably by the dog and started attacking her in a group and she ended up bleeding to death like apparently the dog tried to drag her to safety you know a larger dog that was stronger like is this a true story yes or is this like seattle folklore no it was a true story 
I'm going to look it up and show look you. It up. I, I have not heard of this. I You know I've done volunteer work in Mexico. The community that we work with has an animal refuge, and she does have some raccoons. We've actually spayed some of them. They act like dogs. I mean, they're just perfectly lovely social animals. And I, and I know that they can be rabid, and they carry disease, and they can be mean, but I just kind of feel like we're encroaching on their area, too. I mean, would you blame a mama bear for killing somebody if her cubs were right there? Can you not find it? Well, I'm finding other ones now. Um, <laughs> other murders by so raccoon this, murders? So this was from 2012 in Pierce County. After her dog chased two raccoons up a tree, a Pierce County woman was attacked by a pack of raccoons. Um, they chased her about 75 feet. Then several knocked the 28-year-old woman down and continued to attack. They were on top of me, biting my arms and legs and sides. I was just trying not to let them get my face. But she survived. She survived. There was no murder. She survived. I don't know. I mean, I I just, they can absolutely be aggressive. And the way they've been staring at me lately, I do wonder if they're monitoring my night moves. Maybe. <laughs> now I got to worry about the raccoons. Well, now I'm worried that I was exaggerating, honestly, because I can't I can't find the story. It's I, your job to exaggerate. It's okay. So, okay, let I me. I believe you. Let me say this. I apologize if the person <laughs> from the story that I recall from more than seven years ago <laughs> did not die and I just freaked everyone out. I apologize. But here's another story about a woman who was jogging with her dog from Lakewood. The attack was brutal, leaving her with more than 100 lacerations and scratches, along with 16 puncture wounds. So the good thing about my situation with the raccoons yes. is that my dog will not jog. She can barely <laughs> walk, so it's yeah. only me, and I feel like I could outrun them. I feel like your dog has like kind of a Jack Black activity level. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like none? Unless well, it involves eating and relieving herself. Yeah. After I had the flu last week, I was trying to get her outside. She was terrible to me, like, when I had the flu. Like, she, my other animals in the past, like, they know when you're sick. They mm -hmm. lay with you, and they're, they're just kind of quiet with you. Not her. I literally had 103 fever, and I could not move. I couldn't take care of myself, and taking care of the animals was not going well. They had nourishment. I got them outside and in, but... That's it. She would come up while I'm laying there and bark at me. She has a really cute bark, too. It's like, <laughs> yeah, Not <laughs> when you're sick. <laughs> yeah. Not cute. I kind of feel like it's uh, one of those office scenarios where she's like Jan at the office. And <laughs> Jan is like, you know, there are no sick days here. I still have to get outside. Your little right. fever emergency does not constitute a change in our schedule. So... <laughs> She is. She's the Jan of human resources in our house. Yeah. And she expects a lot. But we survived and I'm here to talk about She's it. She's like, Leslie, did you expect less from me when I had the runs three days ago? <laughs> I still had to get outside. So you're nope. going to have to get outside with me. But she didn't. That was what she mm. did to me. So sick on top of everything else. This was she was going down at four in the morning and decorating my downstairs mm. with her stomach issues. Mm can't just leave that like for days like mm -hmm. bad things happen so on top it's not of like a toenail no <laughs> it's not like a, a rogue toenail oh, yeah. i had to clean all that up because then the stupid cat will walk through it oh that's yeah. his area like he has his own room and she, that's where she chooses to use the bathroom when she can't hold it in yeah but the cat on the other hand was like great he sat next to me he was purring he was happy you have a very handsome cat i do i mean Senor Larry. 
you send me photos of him and videos and I'm like, that's a good looking cat. He is like the opposite of a lot of cats where he's black, but then his nose is white. Yeah. <laughs> he's that so tuxedo. Cute. He's got like a white stripe down his nose and then, you know, a little bit like underneath his chin and then down to his chest. Yeah. That's his little tuxedo. But I'm not used. Very I'm used, handsome. He is. I'm used to seeing like the black nose or like little black spots on the pink nose, but it's like yeah. a very white nose with a very little pink nose tip. When he's excited, he's outside, his nose gets really, really pink. Mm. But when he's like relaxed and sleeping, it's more just like neutral color, white. And it's so funny because it's his, it's like his mood ring <laughs> it's his, and his lips. I have a whole backstory for this cat. Why is his name Senor Larry? Because when I met my husband, I had a dog. The dog's name that I had before the husband's name was Miles. So I happened to meet a man then whose name was Miles. And the first thing I said when he introduced himself, he said, oh, hi, I'm Miles. And I went, oh, <laughs> I have a dog named Miles. And I thought that was hysterical. He did not think it was as funny. But I just love the name. And it was this weird coincidence. Well, you know, time goes by and I end up marrying this person. So then I have Miles the person and Miles the dog. And that's how, like, in our house and even my whole family, my friends, they'd say, oh, how's Miles the person? How's Miles the dog? <laughs> if I ever got, like, was calling one of them in the house, the dog always knew when I was talking to him. The person did not. He would always say, are you talking to me or the dog? <laughs> the dog knew when to just lay there or come approach me. Unfortunately, the dog well, has since passed. Because I'm sure that when you called the dog, you're like, Miles. That's exactly what it was. Come here, Miles. <laughs> and when it's, it's like, Miles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dog's like, uh, that's not for me. I know. And I get the love. That's why it's extra funny that he didn't know the difference, the husband. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we had this deal that next pet that we can name, he could name the animal since we had to have a dog that shared his name. Yes. So That seems fair. It was fair. So I let him name the cat and Senor Larry was born. <laughs> so that's it. I don't know if you know this about me. My boyfriend's name is Rusty, and in my childhood, we had a dog named Rusty. See? Now, they did not happen at the same time. But you could still say, I had a dog named Rusty. Yeah, well, here's, but here's the part that's weird. I never told my boyfriend, Rusty, that I had had a dog named Rusty, because at that point, it wasn't really relevant. See, but that would have been the first thing out of my mouth. <laughs> that just shows that you have much more attack than I do. Well... Yeah, so it was like, <laughs> yeah, I do. So then I think my mom was visiting and she made a comment about Rusty the dog and my boyfriend was confused. I think this is how it happened. Um, and then I had to explain to my boyfriend that I had, in fact, had a dog named Rusty in the past. And he was very upset that I hadn't told him about this. Before and that I had made the conscious choice not to tell him about it because I didn't want him to think that I thought of his name as a dog's name. <laughs> would you be upset if I told you I had a cat named Heather? I would love it. Yeah, I was going to say you think it was the coolest thing ever. Now, if somebody had like a dog named Leslie, that's a weird name to me. For Like you don't see many golden retrievers going around with the name Leslie. Like, come here, Leslie. I think it's 
I like that name for an animal. Um, I don't know. It just sounds like I've heard all kinds of names. Like I've known dogs named Heather. You like, have? Yeah. I ha- well, you have them at the hospital. You're a you are, you are an LVT. I see lots of names. I mean, we had a newsletter with crazy animal names. And I'm at down one point. with LVT. Yeah, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> You know what we are together. We're the LVTMD community. <laughs> That's we got the people and the animals covered. Yes, everybody's covered with us. Mm-hmm. I, like I had a whole conversation over sushi the other day. I went out with a couple girls from work. I, we had the best lunch ever. We did not talk about work, and we were just giving each other shows and podcasts and all kinds of information. Like, oh, have you seen this murder? Well, did you hear about this? And I was telling them about the murder where. Somewhere in the Seattle area, a woman had met this guy through a dating app. They'd been dating for a bit of time. Yes. Um, they went to an opening Mariners game. Mm-hmm. He then took her back to the house. Somehow things went very wrong and he ended up killing her and chopping her up and putting her in recycling bins mm-hmm. all around Seattle. And I think it was Craigslist, wasn't it? That they met on Craigslist? I don't know. People here dismember people, which I find very odd about Seattle. Like in Baltimore, they just dump you in the inner harbor. Well, yeah, yeah they don't mess around. They uh, cut you up. That's what surprises me about here because, again, both Baltimore and here, we have a lot of water. Um, here, there's a lot of like seals and stuff that could eat remains, you know, if you toss it in the water. So why would you toss it in the trash when you have all this water to toss it into? I don't know. I, the orcas are here. They're hungry. I, I mean, you could do something for the community if you're going to kill somebody. It just shows that our criminals, even though they're here in Seattle, Techland, they're not smart. No, they're dumb. The other mystery around here is, I mean, do you remember? And it's still happening, like, very occasionally. But the feet that were washing up on the shores? Yes. So they never solved that. Whose feet were washing up? On the shores. And why aren't these feet going to a fetishist who would appreciate that? I know. I mean, that's disappointing. Somebody could have really made good use of that. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) These killers just really only think of themselves. I know. Reduce, reuse, recycle. (laughs) I don't know if there's anything else to say after that. I agree so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Where's the like button? (laughs) It's hard for me because I still would love to do a podcast just about murders and they're already out there. We can talk about murder and more on our podcast. (gasps) Murder and more. Yeah. Maybe this podcast is called A Nursery of Murder. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe here's one that nobody's done. We could just concentrate on all the nursery raccoon murders throughout the world. I'm sure they're everywhere. Yeah. I mean, they're probably in Mexico and God, I that I had a weird experience with a raccoon in Mexico too. It, that sounds weird. See, how many people would that happen to? Like who could say that? But I was walking to like the boat one morning on you know, for the spay neuter clinic and I happened to be by myself that morning and they're always staring at me. That's my thing with them. Do they just stare? And he was in like a one of the little convenience store like porches and nobody had opened yet. And he's just looking at me like, Mm-hmm. What are you doing at five AM? You're up to no good. We're not getting attention from the type of dudes that we want. And instead we have a lot of raccoons checking us out. <laughs> Yay! (laughs) I think men's testosterone level here is lower because of the crappy weather. That's my hypothesis. So if anybody wants to write a thesis paper on that and research that, I'd be curious to see if that was true or not. Well, and I have noticed, too, that dudes are forward when I'm in a vacation setting. 
I was on a trip with a group of people. We were supposed to meet up. I had gone looking for them in places where they might be. One of the places was this hot tub. There, <laughs> you know, yeah, right. we were at a resort. I could see you showing up like, hey, have you seen my group of friends? Well, oh, no. Well, I'm here for the hot tub. <laughs> well, no. So I, I'm wearing my clothes, looking around at this hot tub. It's dark. And this dude is like... It's fun. You should get in. And I was like, well, I was just looking for my friends. And he's like, my friends ditched me, too. And so he starts talking to me. He's like, I'm from San Francisco, blah, 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 da, 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 da. Like, so we just talk nonstop for seven to ten minutes. And then he goes and I was like, well, I should go find my friends. They're not here, obviously. And he's like, let me get your number. That was weird for me because I don't typically just give out my number to people. But we had made it clear that like we were both in these large groups of friends and mm-hmm. the whole concept of our friend groups hanging out wasn't datey to me like right. so I was like okay sure and so I give him my number but then this is the weirdness that happened that made me not respond to his text later after my number's in his phone he just automatically holds his phone up takes a picture of the two of us and then makes it the identification picture That's of my weird. phone number. It's murdery. Yeah. And he said, and it wasn't just a photo. It was a GIF. He, like, took a GIF Ew. of me, like, Did oh. he ask you if that's he okay? He asked after. He goes, oh, I hope this is okay. Like, I meet so many people, like, that it's easier if I have a photo where we met so I can remember who you are. So it's not just like, oh, Heather from the hot tub. It's like, oh, that girl. Like, And there was just this part of me that was creeped out by that. Like, are you going to show this picture to your friends and be like, look at this girl that I met? Like, you know, it's just weird. I almost understand it. I almost understand it, too. But it's just outside. <laughs> it's it's a little outside. I mean, I in my phone, I have I identify people by how I know them. If it's somebody from work, I put their name and the department they work in. Because I've, in the past, gone through my phone and maybe I have three Heathers in my phone and I don't know who's whose mm-hmm. because all the area codes are different now. I've always done that, but I kind of like the picture idea and maybe he's a social media person and it just makes it easier. And then, yeah, he could be like, oh, this girl. But then you think, well, how many people are you meeting and yeah. talking to that you need that much, you need a visualization in the exact place said hot tub yeah that you met this person yeah like so, how many heathers at hot tubs are you meeting buddy i mean but you weren't in your bathing suit so he no. wasn't doing anything too weird with it and maybe he took the picture and he did want to show his friends and he's like oh look at this hot girl i met like we should all get together maybe i'm just overly sensitive but it's almost like the guy that just walks up to you kisses you and then is like oh hi was that okay well, it would depend on what he looked like. Mm. <laughs> Not for you, because you would have to get to know him first. I know. For me, I'd be like, oh, okay. It would either be very okay or not okay at all. So then the fact that I was probably at the hot tub around 10 p.m., and then I didn't get a text from him to meet up with our groups of friends until 2 a.m. Can you say where you were? We were all in Hawaii. At that point, I was going to sleep. I understand conceptually that like, okay, now that the bars are closed, do we all want to meet up all of our friends in like a hotel room? But at that point, it was just, it felt like a booty call. It is, I mean, like, Hawaii is not a 2 a.m. place. No. It's just not that kind of vacation. No, it's... it's By the, the way, I have to eat. 
I know. <laughs> nah, girl, it cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we cool, we cool. We good. New content Tuesday.